0: Young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part too. (laughs) They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. I am James. Thank you for tuning in greatly appreciated we are on episode 7 can you believe it episode 7 i'm absolutely thrilled and today's t- today's episode we're back in the movie genre and probably talking about a pre-underrated film from the 90s uh late 90s we're talking starship troopers this movie uh, i watched it a few days ago um at work and it's really it's it's such a good film uh really really good some cheesy elements to it some gruesome things into it um but we're gonna be talking about it and I'm looking forward to it uh first off I'd like to say thank you very much for the continuing support of this podcast I know we're only in episode seven episodes now as this goes out and be check you know if you check at the views and the listens and whatnot uh like weekly as i'm uploading uh the you know the latest episodes uh the numbers are doing really really well um the numbers are, are pretty much breaking a uh, hundred views almost uh for each episode which is pretty awesome i think the highest viewed episode so far is diehard i think yeah episode five Die Hard, and last week's episode uh ed ed neddy uh, is creeping up there as well. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. It's it's really really awesome to talk about these movies and TV shows going down memory lanes, watching them back as well, and remembering what was actually going on and what it felt like for watching it for the first time. So it's really really cool. um But yeah, so thank you guys. I appreciate it. Keep loving, keep supporting, and we'll have. Many, many successes with this podcast. So, without further ado, we'll jump straight into this episode, which is episode 7, and we we'll are talking about Starship Troopers, which came out in theaters on November 7th, 1997.
0: Fully automatic burrito.
1: Who wants to hold it?
0: Citizen rule, people making a better tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> a murderer was captured this morning and tried today. Guilty. Sentence death. Execution tonight
1: at 6, all net, all channels. Would you like to know more? Yes, I would like to know more. <laughs> right, so Starship Troopers. Um, I haven't. I'll admit to, you, until sometime this week, I have not seen this film for a long, long time. So it's tough to like really remember what actually happened. But I, I'm kind of glad now that I've seen it and I watched it before. Uh, usually, I like watch what I'm covering before I do the podcast so is fresh in my mind. Um considering I'm running late this week uh recording this. This is I'm recording this literally on Sunday and tomorrow's Monday, which is where this episode just dropped, so I'm a little bit behind. So hope you're all enjoying this so far. Um so Starship Troopers great movie. Um some somewhat cheesy of a film at some places but a really good action film uh re- well actually it's a sci-fi action film really really good um directed by paul v- uh i'm gonna i hate saying his name the v- hov for v- hoffy v- v- I uh for hoffy somebody will tell me like what, what it is um but it's based the film is based off a novel the same film from 1959 by robert a heimlin and and, and it was written by ed Numerat set in the 23rd century um the film follows the story of a teenage boy known as johnny rico who is played by the uh amazing casper van Dyne. uh. Which most of you will probably know him from other thing, other things. Um, following Johnny Rico and his friends as they serve in the military under the Earth World Government, known as the United C- United Citizen Federation. So, in the in this world of Earth, said the twenty third century, for some. There's, like, three different, like, factions or groups of people. So you've got, like, private citizens, uh, military, and then, you know, regular citizens. Now, for people to become a regular citizen, they have to enlist in the military, which gives it that, like, authoritative, authoritative, uh background. And I think it's a bit ass backwards but who cares it's the future right and it it's a bit weird can you imagine if if there was something like that like today people wouldn't stand for it a lot of people wouldn't stand for it but um but yeah uh, rico wants to be a citizen but for him to be a citizen he has to uh become he has to enroll in the military prior. Um his parents obviously don't want him to go. His parents, well his dad in particular, wants to like wants to be uh wants him to go to Harvard, get a good education, become a private citizen like his parents were and have a good life. Um but Rico is like no being what a teenager does doesn't listen to parents is like no I want to I want to be a citizen, I want to go into the military, I want to serve, which, could commemorate them, you know, I'm ex-military myself, and, you know, it's it's a real honor to, you know, serve your country and whatnot. Um, not for everybody, obviously, but, you know, it's a real honor. Um, so he, he acts like a bit of a petulant child, uh, you know. He's in love with this girl called Carmen, who is... Uh, played by the beautiful Denise Richards. And he, you know, the real reason why he wants to go in the military is because she's going in as a pilot. And their friend, uh, who is played but I can't remember what their friend's name is. Damn. I'll I'll find it somewhere. Um can remember <laughs> I can't remember what the name is. But their friend is played by a very, very young uh neil patrick harris from how i met your mother and um various other things as well so they go off really go you know they get graduate from high school why not they're all they all sign up together they enlist together and then they all go off to their separate um areas now why are they why are they joining the military well previously as, as seen in the movie like. That the human humans are like human humanity is colonizing, exploring space, and colonizing space. They want to grow, you know, as, as many of the sci-fi shows you like Star Trek. You know, they just want to explore, but they've also been in like this conflict, uh, interstellar war with uh, a species known as the Arachnids, which we'll get to later on, and. You know the arachnids don't like uh, what the human race is doing, colonizing and whatnot. Ends up in this interstellar war, which we'll uh, go into later on. So they go off, enjoy, and then it's off to the races, and they're off to uh, uh, pretty much off to like live their lives. And it it sort of you know the movie starts off like this boy be boy in love with this girl high school trying to be this trying to be that um you know teenagers do and then they uh <laughs> they have this incredible like football scene uh, the, the movie for me doesn't really pick up until like the initial basic training scene where the sergeant is like ripping them in and whatnot there's somebody laughing and then johnny's friend re uh, Rico's friend, uh, Dizzy joins the group. Now, Dizzy, is an interesting character because she's like she like finds Rico really, really attractive and really wants Rico, but she can't because he is in a relationship with Carmen. So it's kind of like this secret, like, love triangle that's going on. And <laughs> she comes in and she's like, you know, I can take on take you on and whatnot, where somebody's tried already and suffered a broken arm she puts up a fight and then she gets like knocked out by the sergeant so that's where for me where the movie starts taking taking, starts getting really really good
0: most of you will not live to be in the mobile infantry trouble is you are not good enough the way you are hands at your sides Cheer up I am your senior drill instructor, career sergeant, Sam Suckernecker! Feet together! uh, Think this had to happen to me. What a bunch of apes. No, strike that, you don't rate that good. Never in my life have I seen. (laughs) Do you think I'm funny? Do I make you laugh? Do you think I'm a comedian, son? I'm sorry. The first words and the last words out of your stinking holes will be, sir! Do you get me? Sir, yes, sir. See that armory? Run around it. Uh. Run, I said. Ah. Run, run, run. Kronsky. keep pace. Anytime me. you think I'm being me. too me. tough, me. anytime you think I'm being unfair, anytime you miss your mommy, quit! You sign from 1248, you grab your gear, you take a stroll down Washout Lane. Do you get me? Sir, yes, sir. Panthetic. I wonder if there's a handful of guts in a whole bunch of you. Now, who here thinks they got what it takes to knock
1: me down? Sir! I guess maybe I do, sir.
0: You all right, son? Sir, yes, sir. It's more. Heck, he's broken, sir. Pain is in your mind. Uh, who's next? Sir! Recruit Flores reporting for duty, sir. Uh-oh. You specifically requested transfer from Fort Cronkite to this training unit? Sir, I heard it was the best, sir. It is the best. But what makes you think you're good enough? Now that's the kind of gal who makes squad leader. That's my job you're talking about. <laughs> Come on.
1: that brings me back to my military train just here and all that. <laughs> so good. So they've got all of the training, you know, they've established. Um, there's one thing, <laughs> one thing I love about this movie, like, right, the, the military training aspect of this movie is so funny where, um, you know, all you hear, uh, literally, I think, the apart from the big speech the sergeant has, I uh, like the start. Whenever you don't hear him doing anything else, all you hear is literally medic that's all you hear that's like one word where i take from this um but it's it's cool it's fun uh because they're you know teaching them how to like shoot and yeah you know, you know just be in the military right um and there's some fascinating characters in here really really good characters uh ace ace is probably my favorite character because he is he's goofy he's funny he's trying to like he's he's trying to be like the class clown um which doesn't you know doesn't uh obviously go well and <laughs> there's there's like a part in the film where um where he can't the throwing knives at targets and he can't do it and he just he just says to the sergeant, and he goes, "Uh, what's the point of throwing these knives? You know, and you know they're they're not gonna kill anybody." And he literally the sergeant goes, "Stand over there, put your hand on the wall." And he just he, he cautiously does it, and then he just the sergeant just grabs the knife, just launches it, just stuck in his hand. Ah, oh. it's pretty. This movie is pretty gruesome with a certain like with violence and whatnot. It's pretty. um It's pretty pretty dark, uh, with a lot of it, (laughs) but they go into that, and then you know Rico is getting on. He's doing really well, and he gets squad leader, and he gets to the point where they're doing live live rounds training. Yeah, they do live rounds training, and somebody's got like a malfunction. The guy whose arm got broke by the sergeant, he's got like a malfunction in his helmet. So he takes his helmet off and then one of the girls accidentally trips and falls and shoots him in the head and he's dead. Accident. And again, the famous line,
0: Medic!
1: You know, just throw it out. And it's like, oh, what, what what, have we done here? What is going on? Rico is in trouble, obviously, because he's, squ- he, no, he's the squad leader. And he doesn't want he doesn't really want to get kicked up he's going to get kicked out anyway um but the the military board want to make an example of him so he gets given 10 lashes 10 lashes which isn't particularly nice obviously you know anyone's been whipped uh it's not very very nice um and then he's on his way he's on his way on his way back He's on his way he's on his way out connecting the stuff because he's just had enough, he's quit. But then all of a sudden, shit kicks off. A massive meteorite has hit uh Buenos Aires in Argentina, killing literally everybody, which is where Rico and the gang are from. And then all shit kicks off where they get mobilized. the the troops get mobilized and get sent to a place called uh Keldethia which is the Iraqi homeworld and then they're off to the races to kill the basically they're out there to annihilate the bugs kill all the bugs there which is a bit gruesome but and a bit morbid but as you go on, you can see what kind of like creatures they are and you're like, oh yeah, these guys <laughs> these things are bad, really, really bad. First
0: squad uh-huh. Sir I don't understand. Who needs a knife in a nuke fight anyway? All you got to do is push a button. Sir. He's fired. Put your hand on that wall, trooper. Put your hand on that wall! The enemy cannot push a button if you disable his hand. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so as they go off they um you know they go to the planet they start off just they just land all the troopers are out big fighting force where they think yeah we've got him here we've got him and they turn out that they don't they're have a handful. They nuke them. When they say nuke, it's like a little fucking like, warhead launch sort of a rocket launcher. They manage to kill a lot of them. And they think, yeah, that's it. But then they realize, oh, hell. A hell of a lot of... There's a hell of a lot more. And they come out and attack them. Which is quite morbid if you, if you don't like um, blood and guts and whatnot. Uh, this is pretty morbid. because, like disemboweled limbs, uh, dis- dismembered limbs, uh, people cut in half, people being stabbed. It, 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 some of the scenes of this is pretty gruesome, really, really gruesome. Um, so they've been attacked. They're retreated. In. Um, the funniest thing about this, the, the this particular scene, is that they've got a cameraman and a. Fucking journalist, uh, like capturing it and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> and there's a point where one of the bugs sneaks up behind the uh, newscaster, and the newscaster gets killed. And he's being rolling around. The cameraman is like following it around. The cameraman's just literally standing there. He must hate this guy because I he would either like help him out or ran away. But it, it it was funny. Rico comes up to them. Tells him to get out, grabs the cameraman, legs it. But I do so he gets hurt, stabbed at the leg, huge puncture, but managed to kill the creature. After that, um, you know, Carmen returns to where all the wounded have been taken, and she's on the hunt for like wants to make sure that Rico's still alive. She searches his name and Rico has been Killed in action on the record. Rico's been killed in action. She's sad about it because a few weeks before this, she sent Rico a video message of like where she was, how we how things would go in, and then virtually dumped him basically. And he was crushed and what, hence why he wanted to quit and go off and do something else. So she's crushed. But in the next scene, Rico is in like this bath to tank. where where he's, like, being recovered, repaired, as well as his legs being stitched up. And Dizzy and Ace literally come in running, laughing their heads off. Saying, like, you've been killed in action, and they're, like, (laughs) they're all laughing, Rico's smiling at them, thumbs up and everything. And they're, like, well, see you in three days. Three more days, we'll be fine. Three more days. This is where, like, the romance of um, Rico and Dizzy pretty much start, uh, which is pretty cool to see, but as we get on through the movie, it, it gets a bit <laughs> weird. So, as they go on, as they go on, they go up, uh, Re- Re- Rico, Dizzy, and Ace end up in a new squad. They've been told they haven't been told much about the squad, other than the leader is a real ball booster. In which um, Rico um, A says it to like one of the, one of the troopers and literally knocks him out. say don't respect our, our commander like that. How dare you? Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, everyone's standing to attention. The leader, like the leader of the squad, comes in then all you see is a robotic arm and then the camera slowly pans up to somewhat bald-headed chap walking in and the fit and Rico and Dizzy turn their heads and realize oh shit this is our high school like teacher who is in charge of the squad (laughs) so they're like perplexed and the kind of gives him like this roaring speech there, like Everybody works hard. Nobody dies until I say so. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, proper like commander style um, uh, speech, and then they go off again to this wild area where they get, they end up going to, uh, like the battlefield where it's just swarming with uh, arachnids, and they they just. Pretty awesome battle. Obviously, you a few casualties and whatnot, and it's gruesome, it's whatnot, and it, it 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 it's a pretty awesome scene, especially uh where you've got one of the big bugs which shoots like plasma. They're kind of like the um, artillery for the bugs, and the tank of bugs, as they're called. Where and then Rico is like right. We got to think of this strategy. What can we do to slow him down? I know. I'll climb on top of one of them, shoot the fucker in the back, put a nuke into it, leg it, and then it explodes. And everybody's saved. Everybody's saved. The commander is so impressed with him. He gives Rico, goes up to Rico, becomes a corporal, and then it's like celebration time all around where they are. (laughs) <laughs> which you know they have an array of you know the, the um leader is like oh we can do this you know we can work hard but i can also play hard pulls out the boxes throws a football and then pulls out a crate says, here's the beer and ace is just literally like sneaks in to have a look and he grabs the violin so that's like playing the violin and whatnot and this is where like Dizzy, and Rico's romance really blossoms, because he gives in, obviously, and she gets what she wants, and (laughs) whatnot. But as, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, sex scenes and stuff like that. I think sex scenes are just, like, it's pointless. You know? I'd rather see people, like, shoot him up or whatnot, or just, like, do a kissy scene? Yes. But then, I don't really want to see anything else, because it's just cringe. Right? Um, if anyone else thinks uh, sex scenes in movies are cringe, let me know. I always think they're cringe. Um, obviously, uh, you know, the lieutenant is like, has orders, comes into Rico's <laughs> into Rico's tent, and he's like, can we be back in 10 minutes? And he's like, who's that with you? And then Dizzy comes up from the covers, because she's hiding, comes up from the covers, and the, <laughs> the lieutenant looks at them and goes, 20 minutes, and then walks out, and they, get, <laughs> they both look at each other and go, yeah, we could be done in 20 minutes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just a funny scene. But, uh, yeah, that, that that initial speech for them was, like, pretty, pretty sick. unit?
0: Roughnecks killed more bugs than any other on Big K. Yeah, well, I hear their lieutenant's are real nutbuster. Who's Top kick? You want the job, huh? I wouldn't mind. I would. Just doing my part. Orders. Yours? we have you been besides Big K? Outer Ring, Zegama Beach. I always wanted to go there. Good luck. It's not there anymore. So, I hear your lieutenant's a real nutbuster. No one talks about the lieutenant that way. He saved my life. Mine, too. Same for me. Me, too. Well, sounds like he's quite a guy. Who do you think saved your ass?
1: Stand by. Attention on
0: deck! This is for you new people. I only have one rule Everyone fights, no one quits. If you don't do your job, I'll shoot you. You get me. We get you, sir! Welcome to the Roughnecks. what Roughnecks! At ease, listen up. Got a new Sky Marshal and a new battle plan. We're gonna clean out the systems outlying Klyndathu one planet at a time. Before we hit Tango Urilla. After Fleet Glasses the planet, MI mops up. Carry on.
1: So obviously, um, while they're doing this, they get word that intelligence... Uh, the intelligence agency believes that there could be like this ultra um uh this like ultra bug that is like the head of the group so, kind of like the brains of the entire operation and you know the squad is on their way to like investigate a outpost that has been attacked Upon getting there, they discover everybody there's been killed apart from, like, one um, one general who was hiding in the closet. And he is, like, frantic and doesn't really know what to do, and he's like, ah! So they're trying to figure out what the hell's happened. Upon figuring out what's happened, one of the troopers in uh, In the command center, has like this giant hole in his head, and they realize they then realize wait, his brain has been sucked out. So they're dealing now with another creature with a creature that can suck uh, the human brain out of somebody's head, and it's pretty gruesome. Uh, it, it gets to the point where Carmen and her comrade slash partner, I don't know if they're together. I don't think they are, um, crash land on the planet after the ship gets uh, attacked and destroyed and one. And they get surrounded by the bugs. You know, they get surrounded by the bugs and come across like this giant jelly-looking Fucker, uh who has like generalized but this big pincer and obviously the 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 guy um with carbon you know he's a bit of a dickhead a bit of a cocky bastard tells the thing you know we're gonna rip your fucking eyes out and the thing just like punches him in the head and then sasuckers that that bit is very, oh, it's cringy. It's cringy and it's gruesome just by thinking about it now. Like, even now, I'm like, Bleh. disgusting. So, that happens, obviously, but then Rico and the gang are still at the outpost and they get attacked, but they get to attack to the point where it's like a real ambush and they get overwhelmed to the point where, you know, all the bugs outside, there's millions of them overrun the area they try and get ev- the troopers get evac out however uh the ground sinks underneath the lieutenant Dizzy and uh, Rico try and pull him out but as they do so they rip him out and uh his legs stay where his body was because there's a, a, a bug down there that's holding onto his legs so that, that's pretty gruesome shoot the lieutenant tells Rico to shoot him and become, like, the new lieutenant. They do that, and then there's this big, massive tank bug comes out <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Rico tells everyone to get onto the uh, the ship. Dizzy is the last one behind. She launches the nuke, kills the thing, and she's happy as Larry. But as she turns around behind her, uh, a bug one of the bugs turn around and absolutely annihilates her, swings her around like a rag doll, and this is one of the areas where uh, <laughs> it, it's fucking, it's sad that, you know, Dizzy dies and whatnot. It's sad, but the <sighs> she does this, like, really cringe death scene, and I'm like, I know it's supposed to simulate, like, um, agony and an agonizing death and whatnot, but fucking hell. It 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 was it was bad. Like really, really bad and cringe. (laughs) But feel bad for Rico because they got got on well and you know whatnot. But unfortunately she passes, he goes off, and then they go on hunt for this uh for this uh brain bug which turns into like these propaganda uh, clips that you see through the movie. And they tell you, oh, we think there's a brain intelligence bug which sets us up for the end.
0: Crisis for humankind. Fleet officials admit they underestimated the arachnids' defensive capability. Accepting responsibility for Klendathu, Sky Marshal Deans resigns. His successor, Sky Marshal Tahatmaru, outlines her new strategy. To fight the bug, we must understand the bug. We can ill afford another Klendathu. Would you like to know more? Federal scientists struggle to explain the intelligent military actions of the arachnids. When a colony reaches a certain size, 300 generations or something, it gets smarter. Insects with me- intelligence? Have you ever met one? I can't believe I am hearing this nonsense. Would you just this wait is the most ridiculous moment. conversation maybe I have ever had. There is some kind of bug that we haven't seen yet. A leadership cast, a, a hive brain. Brain? Bugs? Frankly, I find the idea of a bug that thinks offensive. <laughs>
1: So as the troopers uh are on the search for this brain bug, obviously uh Rico and Ace know that Carmen is down in the cave. And you know, Rico's like, We gotta find her But Ace and everyone's like, No, she's she's dead But they get to a certain point where they have to go like either one way or the other. Rico ends up going one way and the troopers go the other way because he still thinks that, no, she's alive. I'm going down this way. So himself, Ace, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, Three of them go down. find Carmen, obviously, because she's injured by the bugs. And um, the guy's uh head has been, like, sucked dry. So they get there in, like, a time kill um all the bugs there and they try and kill the brain bug but the brain bug like retreats because I can't remember if it's is it Carmen who shoots yeah Carmen shoots the brain bug in with that fucking stabby thing you know render it mute um so they go off try so Rico comes there saves him saves her tries to get her out uh, the squad mate, who I can't remember the name of him is, uh, gets hurt and tells him pretty much to fuck off so he can blow them up, covers fire, blows himself up, kills all the bugs in the cave with him. As they get out, as they get out of the cave there, this is like towards the end of the film, where all the troopers are running, celebrating, and they've pulled, like, this, uh, the brain bug out, they've captured the bug, to the point where, uh, Higher officials, intelligence officials come down, and their buddy—I um, can't remember what his bloody name is—which is really bugging me. Let me, let me, let me see what uh what is uh, what his name is. Uh, da, 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 da. Carl, that's the one. Carl. Carl comes in, and they're happy to see Carl. Carl's happy to see everybody else because with Carl, Carl is like a, hes a psychic. he he, he, he can read minds and whatnot so that's what makes the character so unique and intelligent um and then he you know they capture everybody celebrates and whatnot and it goes back into like these propaganda like style videos which which the propaganda videos make this movie it's really really good fun because it's kind of like that old school like conscript uh like propaganda videos you get in like World War II, uh, with the Americans and the British, uh, and, and somewhat the Germans as well, you know, and the Russians. You know, everybody had propaganda back in those days about the war and whatnot. And they're, they're, they're so much fun, really, really good fun. Uh, particularly the one at the end, closing the movie, where the, you see them, uh, experimenting on the brain bug, learning about the bug, and Carmen is now a captain of a ship, so she's being she's showing off her command skills, and then Rico is being Rico, who I think is now at this point a lieutenant, and she, he's like, "Come on, let's go," because they're still fighting. And then the movie ends there. The movie ends there, and it's really really good. Um, but yeah, the the entire movie overall is really really good. Like doing research on this movie. Uh the budget for this movie was between 100 and 110 million dollars but at the box office it'd be 121 uh million dollars which isn't doesn't sound good but the this movie got like um hammered in the reviews saying like uh what 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 was one of them one of the say things was that that the the film was like I uh, find it now' sorry sorry the other day bear with me guys do, 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 do. oh they, like the critics said that this movie like is uh, promotion promoting like fascism and criticize uh, criticized the violence the problem of like it's like it's like and like of the two who like wrote the wrote books and where this film was like combined to make uh, that they were like Nazi sympathizers and stuff like that. I I don't know, but it's all, it's so like stupid and pathetic, like and. Poor word of mouth and whatnot, but th- by the time this left this film left cinemas, uh, theaters, um, it made 121 million dollars against its budget and it became the becoming only the 34th highest grossing film of the year, which is pretty sad because I think now, uh, I, I think this movie is kind of like a cult classic now these days. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's considered a cult classic, which I think is really, really cool. I, I, I like *Sasha Troopers*. I think it's a good watch. So, like, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely a good watch. Um, just, just for what it is. Um, obviously they made like sequels, which I've seen *Sasha Troopers* two, and I've only seen a snippet of *Sasha of Troopers* three, which kind of make them look like B-rated side projects. Um, which i may may not cover in future episodes I don't know yet um but it should be fun and be interesting as well so uh give it for a score nineteen eighty seven this movie came out, so I'd probably give it a solid probably a solid nineteen ninety Two? Yeah, I'd give it a nineteen ninety two. Um it's a good film. Uh would I watch it over and over again? Probably not. I'll probably watch it once in a blue moon. I don't know if I feel like I really want to watch it. But this uh But it's a it's worth a move. If you like your sci action films, this is definitely for you. Definitely, definitely for you. Right, so I'm gonna leave you with some propaganda stuff now, and then we'll do the outro and we'll say thank yous.
0: What mysteries will the brain bug reveal? Federal scientists are working around the clock to probe its secrets. Once we understand the bug, we will defeat it. We have the ships. We have the weapons. We need soldiers. Soldiers like Lieutenant Stack Lumbraiser. We're in the
1: target area now, Captain.
0: Captain Carmen Devanez.
1: This is the captain speaking. All first perfect run.
0: Soldiers like Private Ace Levy and Lieutenant John Rico. Come
1: on, you if You wanna live forever.
0: We need you all. Service guarantees citizenship.
1: And that's it, guys. That is it. Episode 7 is done. Probably not my best episode. I'm not going to lie. As as I was recording this earlier on, um, the PC literally stopped working and it cut off halfway through. Uh, But I managed to reset my computer and um, everything was still intact. So thankfully managed to finish it all in one go so <laughs> so i i'm happy with that but i hope you enjoyed this episode uh really it, it it's really really awesome it's tough doing these episodes on your own so i think i'm going to have to um get some more regular guests in so if you're interested let me know um and we'll talk about uh well i've got, i i've written up like my 50 the first 50 uh, movies and TV shows that I'm going to be doing on this podcast anyway, so um, I might put them out on social media to see if anybody would want to come on. Let me know. Um, I know I have a few guests come in for a couple of episodes, which I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll get some more guests on. I think after episode 10, I think I'll start getting guests on, which will be pretty fun. Um... But yeah, like I said, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. Don't forget to um, check us out on all social medias. Starting with Instagram at the Multiverse of Entertainment Pod. Follow us on there. Follow us on TikTok as well at Mopodcast. Go check us out there. On YouTube as well at the Multiverse of Entertainment. Check us out on there. Um, you're going to get every Wednesday, you're going to get a one minute clip of each uh, new episode every Wednesday and every Monday we will be dropping a new episode. So follow us as well on uh, Spotify as well. Please go check us out everywhere. We do appreciate that. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube right now, please subscribe, hit the notification bell, share it with your friend, like the video as well. The likes really, really help with the algorithm and also as well leave a comment guys leave a comment whether you're listening on spotify or you're on listening to us on youtube leave us a comment i will read your comments in the intro of this uh of this very podcast okay and maybe one day i will dedicate a podcast episode just to read your comments so please 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 uh Com- leave comments good comments not bad comments well you can leave a bad comment if i find you funny i'll read it but you know give us give it give us a comment i'd love to hear from you also as well also as well we can't forget about next week's episode which this one is going to be a doozy because a lot of people think a lot of people wouldn't think i'd talk about this show um. But next week's show is going to be epic. We're back on the TV shows. And we are going to be talking about the legendary Pop Idol TV show. If you don't know what that is. You'll find out next week. However, till then, see you next Monday. Have a good one. Enjoy the rest of your week. And don't do anything that I wouldn't do. Have a good one, guys.